listening to Words from the Brothers, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living single for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or on any other podcasting apps. First John chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. My little children, I am writing this so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the expiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So John begins by saying, I'm writing this letter so that you may not sin. And one of the repeated emphases of John's first epistle is that one who is in Christ obeys the commandments. So he says, look, it's possible to obey the commandments, though perhaps imperfectly. If anyone does sin then, and here John is probably thinking of the small sins and faults that we continually need to repent of, if we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father. And this advocate is the same as the term paraclete that we're familiar with from John's Last Supper discourse. And that's someone like an attorney for the defense. And an advocate would be someone in a case like this who would be able to get us free from the consequences of our having sinned. This passage, the Father is identified as the judge, though in the Gospel of John, uh, we also see other ways in which subtly the Son is depicted as judge, and we see that quite strongly elsewhere in the New Testament. But here the Father is identified as judge. And that could lead to the false notion that the Father would willingly condemn us, but Christ changes his mind or something like that. In fact, the Father and Son cooperate in the salvation of the human race out of a common love for us. Christ came as a human being in order to bring us salvation. The Father gave up his Son for us, and the Son willingly offered his life for us, as we've seen in the meditations previously this week. So when it speaks about Jesus Christ as the advocate with the Father, it's speaking about him in his role as the one who has become a human being in order that the common plan, the common project of salvation of father and son might be accomplished. And now the father is able to look upon the son, who here is called the righteous, the one who is in good relationship with God, who is innocent who is free from sin, and therefore he qualifies as an advocate because he needs no one to act as his advocate. And he's also the one, John says, who is the expiation for our sins. And here we're following the RSV translation. Expiation means wiping out. He's the one who wipes out our sin. Some older translations use the term propitiation. Propitiation is a term that 
has to do with the offering of Christ's life to the Father in order that the Father may be favorable to us. And probably both of them come into play in various ways in the New Testament. Our sin is dealt with. It's wiped away, you might say. Our record is wiped clean. But also, Christ is able to put us in a position where God is able to dispense his grace toward us because he's offered his life to the Father. He's able to take the place of what the Old Testament refers to as an unblemished lamb or unblemished sacrifice. In tomorrow's meditation, we'll look at this further. But under the Old Testament law, an animal offered in sacrifice had to be without physical defect in order to be acceptable. You offer the best. And in the New Testament, this unblemished status is interpreted morally. So Christ is righteous, that is, he's without sin. And he qualifies then as the one who can make this offering so that we might receive the forgiveness and the favor of God. And he makes it not only for those of us who are in Christ, but for the whole world. That doesn't mean that all necessarily benefit from it. We have to confess Christ. We have to believe in our heart and confess with our lips and repent of our sins. But the sacrifice of Christ in itself is enough to change the course of every human being who's ever lived. Words from the Brothers was produced by the Servants of the Word, a brotherhood of celibate men that is part of the Sword of the Spirit, an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. For similar and other content, please visit us on www.servantsofthewords.org. If you liked what you listened to, please leave us a review on iTunes or other podcasting apps. Thank you.